0: Welcome to Business Blur View and the Dropouts Podcast. My name is Brandon Cox, and I'm here with my co-host, Devin Carely.
1: What's up, everyone? How are you guys doing? Today, we have two special guests, Cole and Brian. They are the founders of Smacking Sunflower Seeds. What's up, guys?
0: Thanks for coming on.
2: Yeah, what's up, guys? Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah super cool. pumped.
0: Yeah, for sure. So first, we just want to, like, jump into your story, kind of, and how you started a sunflower seed brand. So can you tell us a little bit more about that?
2: Yeah, you know, um, Brian and I were freshman roommates uh, at the University of Minnesota, Um, both pretty entrepreneurial kids. And, you know, we wanted to start a business together. Um, Growing up, we were both really big baseball players. And uh, something that we noticed was that the industry really hadn't changed since we were kids. Um, So we saw this as an opportunity to kind of enter a a stagnant market and start a company together. So it's kind of how we got into Sunflower Seeds. Sweet.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Um, For like... So, are you still in college right now? Or are you? Did you guys drop out? <laughs> no,
3: we, uh, we definitely had thoughts about dropping out. I can tell you, like, <laughs> junior year. Uh, but no, we uh, we strapped in and finished uh, this December. Uh, both graduated uh, from here, the University of Minnesota. So, uh, yeah, super great to be out and just being full time uh, focused on on growing the business.
2: Yeah, very happy to be done at this point. Yeah, we feel that
0: we're we're both. Uh, <laughs> Dropouts slash gap year kids, so
2: I feel your <laughs> Do, you think, do you think the gap year will stay uh stay strong on that? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just honestly
0: I mean I'm sure you guys can like get where we're coming from. We just weren't like yeah. getting much out of college. Like besides the social aspect, like that's all fun, but like the mm-hmm. actual learning thing, like I wasn't learning anything. I was learning more on YouTube <laughs> than what I was gonna apply in like college. So
2: Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't really get to the point that we were, like, fully functioning, could, like, pay ourselves a living until, like, basically Mm -hmm. the day we graduated. So it all kind of uh, came in line perfectly with that for us.
0: That's sweet.
2: So how did you even,
0: like, go about – like, how like I'm just trying to think, like, how do you even go about starting a sunflower food business out of all (laughs) types of businesses?
2: (laughs) Yeah, no. So, I mean, like, me personally, um, my dad is, like – he has a pretty big background in food product development. So growing up, I saw like over fifty different products literally from our kitchen, like my home kitchen, go to the shelves. Um, so I had a little bit of a background on food product development, and you know, we Brian and I kind of realized it was like a, you know, a space that we felt comfortable with. Um, mm-hmm. Even at like points both in very our familiar career. with the
3: product as well. Yep. Um, yeah, but you know, Cole, yep. Cole definitely is the the bigger baseball guy, but you know, we we uh, we both grew up playing baseball. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, a, uh, a sport that we both love and Cole, I mean, is you know, a hundred X more into it than me, uh, this, this kid, you know, grew up, you know, idolizing and collecting uh, baseball cards. So, uh, yeah, you know, uh, sunflower seeds just, you know, was close to home and, uh, something that we were familiar with.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. even both of us growing up, we, we used to make our own sunflower seeds too. Cause like, we were so sick of just eating the same, like plain barbecue ranch, sunflower seeds. So we did have a little bit of an experience even making sunflower seeds. You guys actually made them, like, from scratch? Like, how did that even go about? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's actually, like, a pretty simple process. If you, like, do it on a small scale in your own kitchen, it's not too hard. But scaling Mm -hmm. up is a little more difficult for sure.
1: Yeah, I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs nowadays are just not really starting from, like, a physical product, unlike you guys. So it's, like, super unique to see you guys, like, actually start this product that you can, like, touch and, like, eat is pretty crazy like are you guys on social media at all too
2: yeah um yeah i mean we're on tiktok we're on instagram um tiktok mm-hmm. we have like 12000 followers instagram you know we're it's a little bit of a dying app but we're going steadily on there too so yeah. uh i mean we realize a lot of our consumers too are just we find them through social media cuz we're a direct mm-hmm. consumer business still at this point mm-hmm. i was
0: going to mention like speaking of social media like oh um is speaking of social media is that like your number one sales driver or do you, like what other types of ways do you sell these uh sunflower seeds is it like facebook ads or is it more just like naturally through tiktok and stuff like that
2: yeah um majority to this point it has been through social media um we have dabbled in ads a little bit um we're actually just about to start ramping up into that again brian if you kind of want to tell them yeah, what's coming I coming mean, up in the next yeah. month
3: you know, we, uh, our, our strategy for Smacking has always been, uh, you know, compete and dominate the online landscape before we, you know, really uh, focus on the retail aspect. Um, and, yeah, we've seen, you know, the, the traction online. Uh, it's allowed us to compete on, you know, a lot even playing field against, you know, the, mm-hmm. the big guys that have, um, you know, infinite money and uh, uh, lots of, you know, employees. So, Established consumer bases, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, and there's just a lot of hidden costs with retail that, um, you know, nowadays, and we're seeing the trends, uh, everything in our favor. You know, whether it's, uh, you know, more people shopping online for food and snacks. Uh, you know, it's the growing Gen Z, uh, you know, buying power that is, you know, more than forty percent uh, as of you know 2020. So there's a lot of trends that are in our favor that you know makes us want to continue this focus on direct consumer. Uh, you know, not having to rely on. Uh, retailers to sell, sell our uh, our product. You know, rather we, you know, have the full connection, full customer journey with our our, our customers and fans.
2: Yeah, yeah, and also like when you're in stores too, like people aren't as like reluctant or, or like willing to kind of buy a new brand that you're sitting next to a brand they've been buying their whole life. So if we can kind of like capture a decent amount of market through direct to consumer before we move to retail. Um, it's more likely to have a much higher turn through rate once we move into retail because people will recognize us through whether seeing us on social media, actually buying us direct to consumer, but going straight into retail definitely would have been a much harder game that we probably would have lost in. Yeah,
3: it's yeah. you know uh, it's something that we were going to we were uh, you know placing a big bet on retail you know launching into retail space and until COVID hit in March and that uh, that totally made us uh, you know realize that we needed to pivot and uh, you know it, it definitely you know just one one advice you know if you can take from this podcast is you know always being uh, flexible to
1: adapt and pivot yeah totally yeah i like that about you guys um because i feel like a lot of bigger companies are not into social media or they're just like a little clueless about it um but like for me personally like i order like my food online like my groceries are shipped Mm -hmm. online like i feel like the younger generation is going to be more like attached to their phone and i love that how you guys are just mainly online focused and i think it'll be like super beneficial you know
0: like with that being said is there, like, what are the other big Sunflower seed companies? It's like Biggs and, what is it, Giant or something? Giants?
2: Yeah, Biggs, Giants, Davids. Are they
0: um... are they on social media at all? Because when I saw you guys on TikTok, <laughs> I, I literally swear I forgot about Sunflower seeds so until I saw them. I'm like, this is yeah, so you cool know, that these kids are doing this. Yeah, the, the big guys,
3: they, they have their social media profiles up there, but uh, they're just very inactive and... It just goes to show that um, you know the, the interaction between you know the these big companies and their consumers are it's very uh, you know divided. There is no connection, so that's where we've really found our bread and butter uh, is through that social media you know interaction. Mm-hmm. And TikTok is especially you know uh, where we you know really saw uh, you know the the traction and just like the the good mending of you know, our customers and our brand uh, and social media. And yeah, I think it was in sometime in November, uh, you know, is when we really uh, got our first bio video on TikTok. And from there, it was just, uh, you know, more content, more content because, uh, you know, it's something that none of the big guys uh, are doing. And I I, I I would love to see them, you know, produce some stuff on TikTok because it's just a, <laughs> it's a landscape that's so unfamiliar to, you know, these big companies uh you know unless you're red bull or something
2: yeah i mean a lot of them are the the top like five players four of them are owned by these large conglomerate brands and like they all see these companies as just cash cows where like they don't david's they're the biggest player in the industry and like their ceo was quoted saying that we don't even have a marketing budget and they just rely on their existing consumer base and grassroots marketing so it's like these guys barely even have a plan to like adapt to these new times it's it's just crazy
0: no 100 percent. you guys aren't you should, like, that's good for you guys because, like, that's so cool that you're stepping in this thing that, like, stepping in this industry that hasn't been changed. Like, I, I used to play baseball as a kid, and it's like you go to the store and you just automatically grab David's. Like, you don't even think about it. You don't even really look at the price. Yep. But, like, I was checking out some of your flavors, and, like, if I saw garlic parmesan in a store, like, I mean, even online, <laughs> if I, was buying, I, would, I would 100% go with that, like, instead of the same old barbecue or ranch.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah they they smack we have good flavors what's like <laughs>
0: what's your best-selling flavor just out of curiosity
2: um i mean best-selling is definitely garlic parmesan but they all sell pretty well and they're all very solid flavors
0: it, it reminds me of like the buffalo wild wings, the buffalo wild wings uh, <laughs>
2: That that's what we were going for so that's sick
0: so like what's like are you guys like do you have like a warehouse and everything or you're like, are you making them in your parents' house or how does that? Yeah, it's crazy,
3: crazy beginning till you know where we are now, you know, just looking back. Yeah. Yeah, you know, at the beginning, you know, before we were really selling, et cetera, and just playing around with the product, yeah, you know, you use your apartment, you know, oven, you know, you use what you can cheaply. And, you know, actually, you know, since we, you know, recently raised. Uh, you know, the beginning you know, of this year, uh, we've been in the midst of, you know, scaling up and uh, we're pretty excited that, you know, just uh, end of this March is looking like we'll be fully moved into our, our new facility where we can really be ramping up production.
2: Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, where I mean, like also, be- like once you start selling to like you move into like these like commercial kitchens where it's like, you know, you're sharing a kitchen with like 20 other like startups in the area that are all kind of like the same level as you. So it's it's pretty cool to kind of see the transformation just from, like, where we started to where we are now. Mm-hmm.
1: Where do you guys see yourself in the next, like, what's your, like, main goal for this company?
2: Well, that's a that's a loaded question, but, you know, we want to be the snack company of Gen Z. Um, you know, we think we have a really strong brand, and it's something that we can expand into different verticals with. Um, sunflower Seeds was just kind of an industry that we saw that we could break into. So mm-hmm. we, we definitely plan to see lots of product extensions and, other areas that we're going to dabble into
0: no for sure have you guys dabbled into like any influencer marketing like with mlb players or or like any athletes
2: yeah we we've done a little bit um and we are you know we're in talks with a lot of um really really interesting and cool people to so hopefully kind of you guys will see over the next few months roll out some some new cool plans with some pretty big name mlb players sweet awesome do you st- do you just like
0: does anybody ever like dm you and just like ask if you could like ship some or do you have like an ambassador service? yeah it's crazy how many how many people ask for free seeds. um you
3: know even just you know these minor league or uh you know major league you know athletes will you know sometimes slide in asking for you know a free bag and uh possibly a promotion so yeah no a lot of people want free stuff surprisingly
2: that... Yeah, like, we'll, we'll hook up, like, the pros, but you'd be surprised how many, like, little kids slide into our DMs every day and are like, hey, what do I have to do for a free bag of seeds? Yeah. It's like, unfortunately, <laughs> we're not charity here, guys. Yeah, I'll <laughs> tell all my friends and
3: post on my yeah. social yeah. that was... has 100 followers.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, like, 75% are inactive, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah the pros can be, yeah,
0: but that, that gets annoying when it's just, like, your DMs are just, like, can you send me a free... Like, yeah, it's not a charity.
3: Um, yeah, we're all yeah. about discount codes. We're we're very, uh, you know, lenient
0: and uh, happy to give out discount codes. <laughs> I
3: felt, yeah,
2: smack 10 for anyone that wants 10% off. I saw you, had,
0: like, don't you have a code that's like TikTok or something?
2: Yep. Yeah, we got a TikTok 10 code, so any of our TikTok followers can get 10% off. Do you see, like, a, yeah. a
0: big, uh, like, drive from that? Like, do you see TikTok, like, pushing a lot of sales?
2: Yeah, TikTok is definitely, like, our main organic channel. Mm-hmm. Um, TikTok drives a crazy amount of sales. And, I mean, it's way higher than any other social media platform that we've experienced to this point. Um, and especially, like, you know, you have a video that goes viral or, you know, like, our version of viral. And you get break sale- single sales day records almost every single time that that happens.
1: That's crazy.
2: That's awesome. So,
0: I was just watching your recent TikTok. Uh, like the, the most recent one you posted, you guys said you're going or you're not going on Shark Tank, but you applied, like, that's pretty cool. (laughs) That's like a dream of mine.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's, uh, you know, we're in the process right now and it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we're not allowed to share anymore, kind of like where we're at in that, but, um, yeah, it's been a dream of ours since we're both kids. (laughs) So. Yeah, I
0: could see it, too. I could see, like, I don't know why. I could just see that being a Shark Tank product. No, I can,
1: too. I see that, as well. I don't know why. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, have...
0: that's kind of what we you know, we
3: were told multiple times, you know, throughout this, what, almost a little over two-year journey is, you know, this is a very Shark Tank mm-hmm. product. And yeah, it'd be a dream for, you know, maybe someone like A-Rod to, uh, you
0: know, slap his name on this and get behind us.
2: Yeah, or Cuban. I was just about yeah. to
0: say, I'm called... If you guys are on the show in a year or whatever, I'm saying Cuban invests and goes from there. I'm just call it right now. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see. Stuff. Yeah, hopefully. Damon John doesn't ever invest, so he's
2: not an option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we don't want the royalties of Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> oh, definitely not.
1: <laughs> so you guys are on TikTok, and you said that's like the most amount of like traffic you got. Like, What was the biggest day, or if you guys are even allowed to say that?
2: I mean, like, I can't give out, like, specific numbers, but Mm -hmm. um, we had, like, I mean, that first day, like, Brian was talking about back in November. So, like, I mean, we were, like, we didn't really know how to use TikTok too well until, like, that first post got, like, 75,000 views, I think. And, like, I mean, that, I wish I could pull up the numbers, but, like, that drove so much traffic to our website, like, in that single day, like, we almost got, I think we, like, basically doubled our amount of, like, visitors to our website in just one day, like, over the span of, like, from the year. So it's like, yeah, and TikTok free. is a crazy driver for sales. Yeah, compared
3: to, like, our Snapchat advertising. Saw a good return on that, but, you know, TikTok is mm-hmm. really hard to compare when it's, you know, organic and, uh, you know, lots of traffic, a lot of uh, conversion that we've seen. Yeah.
2: yeah, and and TikTok shows you to people that want to see yeah. you. So, like, and it's yeah. free and, and
3: lastly, you know, we've, we've continued to really be focused on, you know, Gen Z and uh, TikTok is kind of, our perfect, uh, you know, market that we, we try to sell to. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's, it's really good for us overall as a brand. And I, I think, uh, Cole told me the other day that only 5% of, uh, uh, what direct to consumer brands are on TikTok. Is, am I? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, yep, yeah. yeah yep, that's yeah, correct. There's just
3: a lot of uh, room for selling, uh, on, on TikTok, uh, especially, you know, as a
0: snack product. Yeah. Uh, are you guys on Clubhouse at all? yeah we are yep yeah there's some i've been in some like great rooms that are uh direct con- to consumer brands that, that are like killing it. and they give some like really good value i don't know i could try to find the link or i don't even know how you could do that on clubhouse but yeah that's pretty cool what do your like parents think of like all this like they probably are like i mean who, whose dad is like the, the food guy
2: yeah my dad's a food guy um I mean, like, my parents have been pretty chill about it the whole time, like, as long as I'm living and, like, not being a bum on the streets, they're pretty happy with me, so. Yeah, no, Cole. <laughs> it is what it is for Cole me. Cole definitely comes
3: from a little little more entrepreneurial, uh, you know, background family than than I do. I mean, uh, I, I can say, like, my, my parents definitely are thrilled with uh, the current success that we've, you know, gotten and just, you know, the, our our hopeful growth, but. Uh, you know, my parents early on they were definitely very doubtful. Um, you know, I come from a family <laughs> that is kind of uh, you know go to go to school, get good grades, and mm-hmm. uh, get a job for uh, you know until you retire. Um, and you know, I watched my dad. He uh, he's worked at the same company for I think over 25 years, and you know has certainly risen up uh, you know through the ranks, and uh, you know has done really good. Uh, you know, watching this company from a startup uh, to over a billion dollar company uh but yeah overall they're very risk averse and always were asking like hey are you sure you want to do this um i remember junior year uh you know when i fully uh you know fully put my head down on it uh and you know passing you know passing up internships uh they were like hey like you know this is really not what we we would advise like are you sure like <laughs> there's no money right now you're not getting paid so yeah there's definitely a lot of concerns my my family um uh, and, and it was nice, you know, it, it recently quieted it down once we, you know, secured funding and we're, we're not bootstrapping, uh, you know, but it was, it was quite quite a lot of conversations with my parents. Yeah, I'm sure.
1: No, yeah, I can definitely relate to that. Um, did you guys know each other before college or you met in college?
2: No, we were randomly assigned as freshman roommates. Oh, wow. Um, you know, we, we Snapchatted, like, leading up to, like, moving in, but we'd never met each other. That's crazy.
0: This just sounds like, so, a, yeah. like I think I'm going to look back on this in five years and this is going to be like a sick success story. Like these people were signed roommates and now they're like billionaires. <laughs> I talked to them once on a podcast. <laughs> no, but that's, we'll see, boys. We'll that's see. Sick. So wait, what? You started freshman year, right? With this?
2: Yeah. Um. Well, like we, we dabbled in a few different like ideas and projects freshman year, but like, We really, really got into, like, you know, like, building out this product our sophomore year. But we we had, like, thoughts and ideas of it freshman year.
0: I'm sure you've, like, heard of the saying, don't mix friends and business. Like, what are your guys' thoughts on that? How do you, like, how did you, like, live together (laughs) and, like, work together and, like, deal with all that over Yeah, I mean, I I would, like, you
3: know, definitely that's a good saying because more than 50% of the time um, you're going to have – founders that were best friends that have a, a really bad ending and the company usually gets killed because of it. Um, you know, I, from, from the start, Cole and I, you know, we, we became best friends first before we, you know, became uh, business partners. I think that was pretty important to, you know, establish trust and, you know, a good relationship before starting a business. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'd say, I, I, I think we're just super blessed with, uh, you know, how, how everything has happened and, and the luck and, uh, overall, we just really complement each other. You know, we make up uh, where the mm-hmm. other, you know, is a little a little less. So it, it's pretty great.
2: Yeah, and, like, moving forward, too, I mean, like, we've had, like, friends, like, help us out a little bit or, like, you know, like, work on a project with us. And just, like, moving forward, we definitely won't, like, mix that anymore because, like, that's definitely, like, a true saying mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, and, like, it'll all be, like, really, like, new people moving forward. But, yeah, Brian and I just kind of got lucky in that aspect, I'd say.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. What are like you said, you guys complement each other. What what's like what are your roles at the company? Like who does what?
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, kind of the fundamentals for any business is you know the uh, making sure that the finances are good and then making sure that you're selling slash marketing. And you know, we we kind of both cover those areas. Uh, you know, I'm more of the finance operations guy, and Cole is more of the the marketing. Uh, you know branding guy and it's really worked well
2: Yep.
0: sweet, so what's like your day to day like you wake up and what do you do
2: yeah i' mean it, <laughs> I'm just changes it changes train. so much lately, <laughs> yeah no yeah, it changes yeah, so yeah, much lately
3: i mean we've just really been uh wrapping up this this operations uh you know scale up you know whether it's you know the new packaging new new boxes new new anything is uh is what we're kind of wrapping up right now so but you know once the once yeah. the end of this march yeah. we'll just be kind of focused on a lot more marketing and selling and you'll see us a lot more active on our on our socials
2: yeah i mean it like our day-to-day changes so frequently like yeah like brian said like right now we're focusing on getting all this stuff to the new manufacturer all of our kind of like new packaging in place all of our po's in place um kind of like as this is getting wrapped up we'll just yeah transition into selling making videos making content I'm um, Just keeping all of our operations up to date, basically. But it really does change so much every single day. Yep, yeah,
3: whatever the business needs on that day.
0: Yep. No,
3: yeah,
1: totally. Uh, sure. So, like,
0: I feel like a good note to wrap it up is, like, what's, like, if you had to give one piece of advice to any, like, young entrepreneur or, or kid in college who wants to start a business, like, I mean, you guys can each go, like, separately or separately together whatever (laughs) i know you're different people so um i don't know if you want to like give a piece of advice that like just to like i know i was in college for a year and i was like there's all these people like wanting to start businesses but don't know how to execute like if you had to give any piece of advice what would it be yeah cool you can you can take you can
3: lead off Uh, oh yeah
2: yeah yeah i mean personally i'd just say like just get started um and don't care about what people think of you i mean i i can't even tell you how many people said that what we were doing was stupid or weird or, like, why would you start a sunflower seed company? Um, You know, you just got to believe in yourself and, like, just do something. Like, don't talk about it. If you really want to do it, do it. And, like, the longer you wait, the, like, more likely it's just not going to happen.
3: Yeah, and, you know, to follow up on that, you know, once you have started, uh, you know, I I would recommend just talk to as many people as you can about this idea, Uh, you know, whether it's, you know, potential... Mentors, uh, investors, just friends, family, uh, just people in your industry in your city that are willing to meet up with you and kind of give give their two cents on on your you know current idea and uh, product. Um, I, I'd say the first year that we uh, we were doing this journey is we were constantly meeting up with uh, you know founders in the CPG space, uh, you know uh, branding people, uh, investors, angel mm-hmm. investors, just kind of getting as much industry knowledge and uh, experience on startups uh, from people that have been there and people that have walked that journey so that we could, you know, avoid, uh, you know, a lot of really costly mistakes early on. I'd say we probably, you know, saved over 100,000 just going through the bootstrapping and, you know, taking words of wisdom from, you know, uh, founders and friends that, you know, helped us along the way
2: yeah and also like just just don't be scared to fail um i mean like brian and i tried to start something else our freshman year and it failed miserably um and like you learn from that and like learning from your failures is super important and we'd be nowhere where we we are today if we didn't fail so like it's just you just got to get started
0: 100 percent. i started a business with my ra freshman year and it
2: it just (laughs) bombs pretty much yeah how do you do you know mind me asking how do you get into business with <laughs> my r a was
0: not like <laughs> my r my r a was super chill like we we like hit like you know those icebreakers you do like right off the bat mm-hmm. yeah, so like during those mm-hmm. icebreakers, I said something about like being an entrepreneur and he like pulled me aside after he's like we gotta talk and he like had this like minecraft business like as stupid as that sounds like he he like hosts these servers, mm. and he like made like three hundred grand off them. Oh shit! Like he he didn't play what? Minecraft for money. He like, I don't I don't know how I've never played, so I don't know. But like he did something with servers, and and I was like, yeah, we got to do something together. So, went he lived like a couple towns over from me, coincidentally, even though we went to college in a different state. And one day we just went out to Texas Roadhouse, and we said we're not leaving this table until we have a business idea, mm. and. That was that. I mean, we we failed, and it was kind of just like a fun thing. We weren't taking it too seriously because we were both doing our own things on the side. But, I mean, it kind of brought us closer together, and it was fun. But, yeah, just learn from your mistakes. I think that's a really good piece of advice. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like that's a a cool note to leave it off on. Um, But, yeah, I appreciate you guys coming on. This is by far one of the most interesting guests we've had. So I appreciate you guys.
1: Oh, yeah, thank you. Yes.
2: yeah. Thanks for uh, having us yeah, on. Where fun.
0: can the people find your your seeds if they want to?
3: Yeah. Yeah. You can uh, head right. over to our website, uh, SmackingSunflowerSeeds dot com. Uh, otherwise, you can support us on Amazon. Uh, and yeah, we uh, we are just super thrilled that you guys, uh, buy us on. It was it was uh, great meeting you too. And uh, yeah, thanks for having us.
2: Yeah. Check yeah. us out on social media too at SmackingSunflowerSeeds. Yeah, Sweet. Well, Sweet. So the next
1: time I'll see you boys, you'll be on Shark Tank. Yes, right? sir.
2: <laughs> we'll see we'll see i hope so i'll be waiting
0: for that episode <laughs> all
2: right so
0: sweet i appreciate you guys coming on thanks for everybody tuning in tune in again next week